Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Puck Talk Live podcast. My name is Logan Rosengard. With me on the call, as always, we got Rafi Sarafian and we got Noah Foster. It's Monday. It's the beginning of a new week. How are you guys doing tonight? It feels like a Monday. It does. It's like, a very slow day today. I mean, it was also, it's been like hot. Like, like, like hot. Hot, hot. The last couple of yeah. days here. The sun has, really has, the sun has been buzzing. It's, it's, it's been nuts. Me being a camp, camp counselor, like you're outside for most of the day, especially in times like these, like you just want to get outside as much as you can. Cause everyone's been inside for so long. No. And yeah. <laughs> like we had a we had a I, I, was, and stuff. Like, I, I feel like after a week, if I, if I was a day camp counselor, especially I would not like that. I, I would be okay staying inside. I mean, it's yeah. not terrible. Um, like, we I mean, went, you're just a fitness freak. you're kind of a fitness freak, so you're probably loving it. But yeah, like if something happens, like I'll be the first to like run around and like get whatever I need. Um, I'm, I literally, I'm, literally run around. No, no, you'd be shocked at how how often like like grab a life jacket. Like I'm sprinting down to the locker room to grab a life jacket. Like what? It's not like they're. It's not like you're in a rush. Well, some some situations is. like if it like if a kid gets hurt, like I'm I'll like well, yeah, sprinting in the ice. Hurt, you well, have to, yeah, like, <laughs> the health center, like obviously. Well, but... I, I've also just gained the title of being the guy. Like if someone needs something, and like really quick. Rafi, like... you have your own bat signal. Now... <laughs> I guess. Now here's my question. I'm a household that. name at where I work. I'm a household were name. Were you were you designated that like you know go get it guy because? you just offer just do it or because you're well, I just I, I'm I mean I'm I always just love like helping so like I'll take any opportunity I get also if, if you if I slip up I've realized that like if I ever do something bad just in general I work really hard and really well to make myself feel better and try to like to amount to what I did like at school like if I got like an f on a test which I don't do but if I had like an f <laughs> on a test Test. like the next week i'd just be studying i wouldn't be hanging out with anyone i'd just be so zoned in like me doing bad things is like the death sentence like i i can't i, I have to do whatever it takes to make myself feel like i've made myself even again sure, sure. I mean, yeah sure 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 is right rafi's rafi and good guy alert yeah uh oh. k- k- kind of the best in his own eyes <laughs> <laughs> Not, hey, not that there's anything, not that there's anything wrong you, with that. You like, I'm not be, you, 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 Yeah, you like, got to have that self-confidence going. And for the most nice. part, I can happily say that I do. Eh, nothing wrong with having a little uh, self-determination uh, in your tool belt. Nothing wrong with that at all. Not yep. a lot happened in the week. It, it, in terms of news, like, this, you know, everyone's everyone's been caught up in the whole uh, CBA uh, ratification stuff that's been it took the league long enough not to like i get it we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic there are other things that might take precedent in a day but if you're trying to restart the league and it takes you like three like did they did from what came out from like the media did it did it move a little quicker and a little swifter uh than the mlb's negotiations did yes but like I feel like we we've been talking about a pending CBA agreement with XYZ for forever, right? I feel yeah. like it's kind of like the Vegas and C- versus Seattle expansion. Like Vegas, it felt so fast. But like they announced their team, they announced that they were heading to Vegas. There's a team. They announced their team name like really quick. 
They have the stadium set up, expansion draft, done. Seattle's just, like, it just feels so much, like, it's, like, a bit longer than Vegas, but just feels so much longer because it's, like, Vegas did it so quickly. Maybe it also, maybe it's like, also because, like, nothing's been happening, too. I feel like that's That true. also doesn't that, help, that's yeah. That's definitely a fact as well, but it's just also been that, like, in this scenario, like, that NHL's literally done, has been perfect, as I've said, every show, and the streak continues. The NHL's doing a great job of doing things very quickly and on good terms with the NHLPA working amazingly, yada, yada, yada. You listen to previous shows, you hear me just do the five-minute rant every single time. Yeah. And this time, it just <laughs> felt like it was a bit longer. And like Noah, you mentioned, like, it's just nothing's happened this week. So it kind of made, like, it felt like it was dragging on a bit. But, like, this felt like something it would have that would have been, like, nipped in the butt, like, a while ago. Like, in June, yeah. early June, like, late May. So, yeah, you guys are right about that- how it, it kind of feels like a drag. For those of you who have no clue what we're talking about, real quick, summarize the CBA agreement. Uh, The NHL and the NHLPA have reached a tentative agreement on the CBA extension until 2025-26 season. From the uh, owners and the players, yeah, and the owners. It's it's a 50% plus one. So, like, if there's, I I know this is simple majority. Yeah, 500 players, 251 need to say yes. And Board of Governors exactly. needs a two-thirds vote. Uh, continue. Yeah. So here's a couple highlights from that agreement. The NHL will, will return to the Olympics in 2022 and 2026. Pending, pending. You know, negotiations. Yeah. yeah, with the international. IOC. Yeah, exactly. The salary cap will remain frozen at $81.5 million until it's hockey-related revenue. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So the salary cap is frozen at... 81 and a half million until the league's hockey related revenue returns to 4.8 billion. That's not surprising. We were talking about it. I'm just happy to see the salary cap is going down. That's good. Yeah. The minimum league I, salary I mean, will rise to 750K. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Rafi. My bad. I mean, the lower salary cap means compliance buyout. And I don't know if the about owners don't else, want a but, compliance uh, buyout. The owners do exactly. not want it. I know. From a, from a fan's perspective, though, I mean, I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt us too bad if uh we had a compliance buyout for uh uh i don't know uh certain uh, someone one uh brent seabrook oh, i was saying alimata oh uh, speaking of brent seabrook real yeah quick, i was just about to say uh, uh, perfectly away i see i i knew this was i'm right? so good right, let's let's talk about seabrook let's talk about seabrook for a second and then we'll finish up the rest yeah. of cba i don't uh, understand right, now, now do you guys now that you guys decide to mention that though like now it kind of ruined the segue but like yeah. That segue was really nice, though. Go on. <laughs> I don't understand. He's not in a rush. He's not in a rush to get back. Like, th- this isn't me saying that. He has three surgeries, though, in a like, month. Exactly. Like, this isn't me saying that because I don't want him in the locker room. I don't want him on the ice. Every fan wants to see a player back on the ice, especially someone with, you know, uh, as uh, more than dedicated <laughs> a, uh, de- dedicated a uh, portion of History. their life team, yeah. like the Blackhawks. Oh, He's an Iron Man. But yeah. I, I don't feel like he's in a rush to get back. I feel like he I feel like he is and I feel like he shouldn't be. I think it's 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 really dumb in my opinion if he <laughs> if he decides to play. One, like please don't put him on the line, put him in the game because that just lowers our chances by a lot. No offense to you, <laughs> but kinda of offensive. Oh, like he he yeah. Wow. But but the All main I love the veteran presence he has. But then again, 
as I so mentioned, when you're going up Chuck- against Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, Kyler Yamamoto, uh, t- okay, let's not overhype. Like, they're, they're all good, but yeah. let's not over like yeah. it's Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. But like, I'm saying yeah. that because they're significantly faster than Seabrook. I think if you put Brent okay. Seabrook with a three-second head so start, their whole team is faster than 400 meter race. Dude, or, I'm like a 10-second head start than a 400 meter in a 400 meter dash. Everyone's going to be Brent Seabrook. No offense. This is it. no offense, but full offense at the same time because we're kind of bashing on him. Eh, like he's, he's slow. He, he's old. He's withered. Okay. He also is coming off of three surgeries. <laughs> like Bobby you, said. Come on. That was my. I was going to say that makes. I, I was going to say that it's dumb if he decides to play, and if he does play. Because he got, I believe it was one shoulder and two knees, or it's flip. He takes one, like as we saw with Calvin DeHaan last year, he had a shoulder injury. This year he re-injured it and he had to get surgery. One hit to the boards for Seabrook, or one bad, like, wrong place, wrong time moment for Seabrook. And, like, his career instantly is over. Like, without it, like, you can't say, okay, I need to get another. Like, at that point, you have to call it a career. He has a family, too. His kids are pretty young for the most part. Part. I I don't see why it's worth it for him to be in such a rush to come back when he can just wait. Like he's it's not like he's like forty. He hasn't won a cup yet and like all this nonsense. Like he he's has three Joe cups. Ford. Yeah, he has. No. He has a pretty young family for the most part. He has little kids. Like I I think it's just better off that he just waits. And this is just straight up from a like if I was his life coach. Like this is what I'd be saying. Not. This is not the fan in me saying I don't want you on the ice because you're not you're not what you once were. This is just straight up like think about this your is, family. This is good guy Rafi Sarafian. Talk. Just think yeah, about exactly. your family. Think about the family, and like I'd much again. Would I love the salary gone? Yes, but then again, like I I he's one of those guys too that once he retires, he's gonna be loved by everyone again. Like this, his, exactly. the only reason why people hate him is because he's regressed hard. But the contract is just is just killing us, and that's why people don't like him. If the Blackhawks the next day hired him as an assistant coach, I would be so happy. Yeah, his 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 usefulness as a player has gone down in terms of has gone up in terms of leadership and experience, and has gone down in terms of like pure skill. Rafi, you're right. Like one wrong, like you said, one wrong place, wrong time, moment, and he's done. Like he he there the there's no. Real coming back, especially not from like a really big hit. Especially, yeah, like we're not even talking about like player. we're not even talking about COVID, right? Yeah. Like he could like what happens if somebody lets like you know that's been in a hospital a lot and that has had a lot of surgeries gets COVID and there are some complications with it. That's a scary. That's a scary prospect. I I, I really don't see. He's just a for very his health and for his. I don't want to see Seabrook. He's a very smart player. And all around, even even though his body is regressed and failing on him for the most part, his brain is still really keen. And as we mentioned a million times, veteran you say like he got hit a lot. You, we're talking. You're saying that like he got hit in the head a couple of times, like like uh, well, he like you know. he did, but like he's still a very smart player for the most part. Though I'm just saying, like compared to his body, like his like he knows what he's doing. He has a great vision, right? But, like, when your legs are slow, slower than everyone else, you kind of, like, you, you guys, not to throw you guys under the bus, but, like, no, you especially, because you, you've mentioned that you're not a fast skater when you were younger. He's when a you were fast skater. 
Like with yeah, no, when I was, not when I was younger. Rafi's oh, right. No, no, no. Rafi's no, no, right. No, not slow, when I was younger. Slow, <laughs> like like oh, Noah no. still knew what he was doing, <laughs> but it's just like, like he knew, like he had that vision, I'm sure, and all that stuff. But it's just like, he just didn't have the ability just to, like, size up or speed up with those guys. So, um, Rafi, I appreciate you being really nice and assuming that I had a lot of hockey IQ when I was younger. Yeah, that's just spreading false information but i appreciate the thought i really do <laughs> yeah but i'm just saying though. anyway but i'm just back to my like main thing though he's a really smart player but there's so many smart players in the league like patrick Kane a few years ago like one bad hit or one bad crash into the boards and it, it's it, it's it doesn't go well like caner luckily was okay but he had he yeah. was out for like six months so for C, for a guy like seabrook if he yeah. gets one more injury where he yeah, I need surgery, or he's out for like six months, four to six months. I it it just can't. You can't keep going, man. I'm sorry, but unless you literally become Iron Man, uh. yeah. Moving on with the yeah. CBA stuff. Key dates. They're yeah. a little. Th- these are official dates. Whoa, whoa, July. whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean, whoa, whoa, whoa? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold. Whoa, well, wait. But I, I would hold on. Let me let me get to my stuff first, and you can get to your numbers and dates and whatever. Hey, Actually, I'm going to uh, read off some numbers, but that's okay. The the minimum league salary, while the cap space, well, the, uh, the cap space, while the salary cap is remaining frozen at eight and a half million, the minimum league salary eighty-one and will rise million. to seven fifty k next season. Eighty-one and a half million. Yes, yeah, so minimum league salary is eighty-one and a half million dollars. No, One no, player. No, 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 the yeah. salary cap. So. Yeah, you, you said a player, like the lowest player can get signed is for 81.5. No, you said that the salary cap is staying stable at $8.5 million. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. not functional. <laughs> you oh, have yeah. one Leon yeah. Dreisaitl. It's it $8.5 million. Dollars. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Leon Dreisaitl takes on like Aaron. a few pieces of the box. Yeah, t- tells me to stop reading numbers and yeah. messes them up himself. Okay, Foster. <laughs> okay, buddy. Yeah, salary cap is remaining frozen. 81 81 and a half million minimum league salary is rising to 750k next season and 800k by the end of the 2025-26 season and the big one that only we really care about for some reason conditional picks based on a player re-signing with a team are no longer allowed those were stupid anyway so yeah, i appreciate i, I, I thought that was ball. stupid like we traded you a guy because you thought that you were going to make a playoff spot. You didn't make it, and you didn't have a sustainable team. If he doesn't sign there, we get a pick. Like what? Right? It's like that—that that doesn't make sense to me. I don't—I don't like it too much. I think it just gets a bit messy. Like especially now, like with all this, it's like oh, especially well, now, might, yeah. Because like, well, it's just, well. I mean, this is more in regards to the playoff. Like if this team makes the playoffs, then you get this pick, or else you like if this team. Is like top ten protected picks stuff like that, but yeah, like it's this this one getting booted is not like too big of a deal to me personally, uh, but yeah, it's fine. Now to go into some numbers and dates, like Foster uh, wants to avoid because he doesn't appear to be uh he doesn't appear to be good at math. July thirteenth, no, worth reading. <laughs> July thirteenth, that is a week from the day that this is being recorded, or six days by the time you hear this podcast. July 13th, uh, training camps are set to open up. July 13th is also the date that players have to say they are opting out 
of the season and also the day that the lead, that the teams, the 24 teams, have to submit their 31-player list. 31-player maximum list, which I will get to in a second. Teams will uh, report to the hub cities of Toronto and Edmonton, so it looks like they're splitting the hub cities up by July 26th with games scheduled for August 1st. Uh, the... Uh, as we pointed out in the last show, there's going to be nine days to play those games, and it looks like August 10th is going to be the day that we find out what knocked out team gets Alexis Lafreniere. Uh, the cap is 80, like Noel mentioned, is 81 and a half million, and will stay at 81 and a half million until uh, league revenues reach 4.8 billion with a B uh, on this season, which. I don't expect it to take too long. I think it's going to take two or three more seasons uh, before we're at a fl- going up, uh, up positive fluctuating cap. Uh, other than that, there isn't much else, uh, you know, numbers-wise, any kind of minutia to deal with. Uh, and yeah. Oh, playoff share. This is kind of a this is kind of an interesting thing. The cup winner gets two hundred. The team. It's two hundred forty thousand dollars to split, and that's really the big things uh, from that. Yeah. So other than that, not too much. Like really it was, happening. it was a lot that we, we'd already mentioned. Uh, escrow is at for we mentioned it last time when we were talking about Artemi Panarin. Escrow uh, seem Artemi Panarin is definitely going to be happy for next season. It's twenty percent. For the season after that, it's somewhere between 14 and 18%. It's to be determined right now. And then it drops to 10%, 6% in the last three years of the current collective bargaining agreement. And there is a potential for the uh, this current agreement that they, that they agreed on or that they're in the process of voting on uh, works into the 26-27 season solely based on whether or not uh, – you know, the league has to shut down based on COVID or something along those lines. So there is a potential for a one more year of this current agreement or this new agreement. However, that is unlikely uh, seeing the track that countries are trying to deal with COVID, especially in North America. They look to be, I don't see it being as much of an issue uh, in terms of, you know, shutting things down that far into the future. But knocking on wood, time will tell. Uh, that's really it for the collective bargaining agreement. I'm glad that they're going back to the Olympics. I'm very glad that they're going back to the Olympics. Yeah, it just didn't feel right the last time. Well, don't get me wrong. It was awesome seeing Germany completely dominate when no one expected them to dominate. Because, come on, that's like, that, that's sick. Like, that's an underdog story and a half right there. That's uh, very true. It's also like, you know, way before the league started consistently showing up in the Olympics, it was very, like, the league did not always participate in the Olympics, right? Like not the not, historic no, right. 1980s USA team, not a single NHL player. It was all a bunch of college kids and guys playing from overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, Russia there. I mean, then again, at that point, there wasn't a huge influx of Soviet players uh, playing for the Soviet Union or uh, from for Russia. Um, pardon me. But, you know, there were no NHL players in the games and then it started becoming a thing, but it's good to see it back. I'm excited to see, you know, uh, Alex Ovechkin play for Russia and get a, get a medal in his name again. Uh, you know, Patrick Kane, Connor McDavid playing in the Olympics for the first time. Oh my God. 
Just Can all these imagine? guys that haven't, you know, haven't for played the record, in the record, Connor McDavid playing for the first time, not Patrick Kane. Correct. Can Correct. you imagine a line of, like, Eichel, McDavid, and Kane? Just imagine that. That is just... McDavid's Canadian, Canadian, though. And Eichel's American, and so is Kane. Whoa, 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 whoa. So you put, like, whoa. Johnny Hockey or what Mike Wheeler. What am I... Jeez. I mean, if we had, like, wow. an overrated uh, Team North America, maybe... That's right. That's this yes. isn't the World Cup. Oh, there's no. also room for a World Cup, which I loved the yes. World Cup of Hockey in 2016. That was like my favorite thing to watch. That was awesome. That was that was that's where you're seeing McDavid, Eichel, and Kane. Wow, my the, brain the, is just I turned mean, off today. McDavid, Eichel, and Kane together because they're too old, and if they're running by the same format, exactly, they're just going to yeah. be on the respective countries' teams. But it, mm. that was my, it was my awesome. favorite. Yeah, my favorite part about that for sure was that North American like young guns team per se. Like it was just. Like you Austin had Austin Matthews, Jack Matthews Eichel, you had McKinnon, McKinnon and David on yeah, the line. You, like you had, yeah. like of course you had your USA team, you had your Team Canada. Like you have those big juggernauts. And but I, I also loved before I get back into like the young team, how Team Europe was Team Europe, not not just a bunch of like smaller countries. Team like, Germany, they just, Team Sweden. Yeah. Like, cause let's I feel be honest, like that'd be interesting though. Like right, like it would have would be. You obviously would have Finland, like Sweden. Russia, but like other than that, though, like Germany has like their guys, Switzerland has their guys, but it's not like it's just it was just cool seeing like them like just representing like one team. And then yeah. back to the young guns, it was like all the guys who were just a bit too young or just didn't have like the talent in quotes because we all know they're all very talented players to make it onto the pro on not the pro teams, but the the bigger teams like the Team USA, Team Canada team. And, like, they made it really far, too. Also, side note, those jerseys were sick. The North I American like, jerseys are on the yeah. entire tournament. Because I love the – that was the first oh. – uh, I think that was the season right before uh, – that was the last season they had Reebok. And those were the first uh, Adidas jerseys. Yeah. Uh, they I were think, gorgeous. Uh, before, yeah, they were all really nice. Before the league made the full switch. I should get the US, I should get a USA Kane jersey now that I think about it. Yeah, I think that's so cool. Um, but yeah, it was just yeah. awesome seeing like that. Like it was like you obviously had the Olympics, but like this was just something like special and like just hockey oriented, which was really cool. There, yeah. Other than the collective bargaining agreement, though, not much. The Chicago Blackhawks have reportedly it's not like an official thing yet, but it seems like uh, this this is as close to official as it gets. Hawks have signed defensive prospect from you know the University of Wisconsin of uh, the NCAA, Wyatt Kalanuk to an entry-level contract, uh, says Mark Lazarus from The Athletic, Chicago's, uh, one of the Chicago writers, personally one of my favorite writers at The Athletic. Uh, if you're listening to this, Mark, hey. Uh, he is a lot like Nick Letty, and if any Hawk fans remember Nick Letty, you are going to love Wyatt Kalanuk. I nearly threw my phone into a lake in excitement when, when I saw that tweet saying uh, where he compared him to Nick Letty. And I said it in, in a tweet of my own. It was one of the biggest mistakes the teams made trading Nick Letty for literally nothing in a quote-unquote yep. cap dump. But we're not here to talk about the past. We're not. We're here to talk about the present. And there are a lot exactly. of things happening uh, around the sports world right now. The Washington unknown name at the time, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, have been pressured by their sponsors who were pressured by the public to change their name, FedEx and Nike. FedEx, who uh, owns the 
uh, naming rights to the stadium. And Nike, they're like, you know, supply, they're uh, one of the big sponsors of the league as well as the team, have both said, we won't support you unless you change your name. And so they're in yep. the process of changing their name. I and think, uh, Cleveland oh, Indians, sorry, just to kind of round this yeah, off, the Cleveland Indians are also kind of under fire for a similar thing. They did change the logo a couple seasons back from the uh, Indian head to the C, the red C that you see on, mm-hmm. their, on their hats and jerseys now. And, uh, yeah, but the Redskins are the latest to be under fire uh, and haven't changed yet. I mean, they've constantly they've been under fire, though, like the last forever for most. Yeah, of they really have, especially like last decade, like it was really heating up. And then obviously with everything that's gone on in the last month, month and a half has really like escalated this to a whole nother level. And it's one of those situations, too, that you no, know, regardless of. Dan Snyder's beliefs, who's the owner of the Redskins, on the team name. When you have huge companies holding lots of stake in your team, willing to back out or willing to sell, it's it's you you have to just comply with them. I mean, it's a yeah. it's a money game right now. As an owner, your job is just to keep making more money, and you can't have big partners, especially one that like the stadium is named after, like leaving you like that. I do want to point out that in all of these, um, I would say cries, but like in all of these um, requests from the public, and, and yeah, in all of, in all of the public's pressure to have the to have the re- the formerly known Redskins and maybe formerly known Indians change their name, I want to make a point that the Blackhawks have absolutely no reason to change their name, and I will. I'm going to put why. an asterisk on that real quick. Actually, you go first because yeah. you're going to mention about a Chief Blackhawker, the yes. the guy Blackhawk, uh, and then I'm going to go into my point. But go for it. Well, I was wasn't going to go into exactly specifics, right? But the point is, is that the Redskins is definitely a racist name. It's There's a derogatory like not even, term. That is literally a, the derogatory name that was that Native Americans were called. That is just straight up racist. That is just straight up derogatory. The Indians is. See, it's like not necessarily inherently derogatory, but it's not like the politically correct word for the for Native Americans for you know obvious reasons. So I don't mind them changing their name there. There is nothing, there's nothing racist, nothing derogatory about the Blackhawks name. In fact, it's actually paying tribute to Logan, like we said, Chief Blackhawk. The logo is another question, is like another question is i think it's an entirely separate debate but there is absolutely zero reason for the blackhawks to change their name yeah the only thing that might need to be changed and again this is very very uh minimal of a chance is the logo you could make a case i think a pretty strong case actually that it's a caricature of the guy yeah uh it's, but other than that you really don't like you know people that haven't looked up the name or haven't looked up the history behind the name uh, you know, there, there is, it's not like, you know, named after the Blackhawk tribe. It's named after a, someone who is honored and revered as a, uh, you know, as a part of history. It is named mm-hmm. after, it is named after the native, I'm reading the Wikipedia right here. National Hockey League Chicago Blackhawks was named in honor of U.S. 86th Infantry Division, which was nicknamed the Blackhawk Division after Blackhawk and Native American Chief the team's founder, Frederick McLaughlin, having served in that division. 
So, you know, it, it's very much paying respect. And I, this isn't me saying that I've gone out and sought out the opinions of Native Americans, but I've seen amongst these comments of, you know, it, it is significantly less in volume of people asking the Redskins to change their name or asking the Indians. But, you know, you see a lot of people from uh, the Native tribes in America saying, you know, if anything, this is more of a honorable thing than uh, the other sports teams and leagues that have uh, that have mm-hmm. come under fire for similar things. So, like, yeah, Logan, like when you, you said, see, when you see people that you're, you know, it, it's just it's not offensive. <laughs> to put it short, it, it's it, it is not. not in, the logo, the logo like isn't even that bad either. Too, like, for example, in 1985, the Atlanta Braves changed their logo, which was extremely like. Not okay. You guys can look it up. I, I can't really explain it. Definitely not a good look. It's kind of like, like for the Cleveland Indians, like the team name yeah, in it itself. Was a, it was the uh, it, it's nicknamed the Screaming Indian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Ex- that's the not Indians, a... the Indians, like name isn't like it. I I I can't personally say like this offends me. This doesn't because I'm obviously I'm not a that culture, so I can't. I don't have a valid opinion on that on this but like i feel like the name in, in itself is not too bad as redskins is, as we mentioned really bad i just think like having a red face like as the indian logo that that needs to get changed to like the c the c is fine now so it's kind of like something with the braves i think the team name of the indians is no big deal then again pulling all that stuff like as you mentioned logan like i'm not going to reservations other places like seeking out and like counting numbers so i just based on what we've seen our for lack of a better term uneducated very much not a part of the uh minority group a part of the group that is uh potentially being uh made fun of or uh not scrutinized but what's the word here uh marginalized by the logo or team name this is just from what we've seen yeah yeah but like what i was talking about like logos too like the braves logo clearly not okay the indians logo yeah, you should probably change it up. The Blackhawks logo isn't really anything that's like of what like you can you can make the case oh the face is like this that whatever, but it's not like it's like it's not like it's not red, it's not like screaming like there's nothing there's no signs of like them like uh, the Blackhawks making the logo look like it's inferior or like it's not like with everyone or it's not like a almighty thing, and. Also, like the mascot of the Blackhawks too is like a it's a bird. It's a, yeah. it's a black hawk, which is play play on words, but also just like it's uh-huh, not it, it's not like an actual like Indian that could be correlated like oh that's not like like yeah. I hope you I think you guys can piece together like what I'm trying to say. Yes. There's nothing there's it's nothing a touch subject, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got what there's you nothing can. There's nothing like derogatory about it. The only thing I might I wouldn't be surprised to see is uh, the only thing I wouldn't be surprised to see is if there was a slight change to the logo for, I don't know what, but if there's a slight change to the logo, I wouldn't be surprised, but it's definitely not going to need an entire rework. Like the, again, forming the Washington. We we have a joke um, between the three of us that we're almost hundred percent sure that both the former, former Redskins and former Indians will get renamed before Seattle does. Yes. Yes. 
I, I was find out go away in Seattle. You were saying Indians changing the name. I'm like, uh, but then you like said like before Seattle. I'm like, yep, yes. <laughs> at, at this yep. rate, like, who knows? Who knows what will happen by then? I mean, oh we'll have boy. finished next year. We'll have finished our first year of college by the time the Seattle, Vegas Golden Knights name, name will get the Vegas Golden Knights name will get changed because we'll discover time travel and knights will come back from the medieval days to tell us that it, it's not okay that they have, it's a false portrayal but yeah and uh you think about how cool, think about how cool that would be though if, we, if there was time travel we'd be able to bring like all right all right all right this is a quick quick comment quick comment <laughs> and then we can move on because we're wicked, we're like, hopping into our crazy wicked, crazy cool. rabbit hole uh, if there was okay okay if there was time travel though and then we're moving on if right. there was time travel, travel, <laughs> we would have already known because we would have seen someone already who was a time travel. Travel. How do you know you haven't? Also, let, let me just finish my. No, 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 no. Let, let me finish this because this is this is something that's thought of. All right. You, you mentioned time travel. You can't not. Now I'm gonna mention this. You, anyone listening, you cannot not think of this. Imagine how cool it would be to time travel, go back in time, pick up like from the, you know, a Roman soldier or a, or a greek spartan or an athenian uh soldier uh from ancient greece just like a sick athlete sick built like kid and bring him to the nba or nfl or nhl like think about how sick that would don't be. you, you think someone like, would have tried that already Kane, jonathan taze connor mcdavid roman greekus like what <laughs> Roman Greek. Okay, but like if you change, if you change one little thing in the past as a time traveler, the whole future will get changed. And from the last thing that I remember, I feel like the world is pretty okay. Like Patrick Mahomes is getting a contract he deserves. Dak Prescott feels like he's worth that much money. Like, like I I feel like the world is like. I never. I never said the world isn't in balance. I'm just saying. Think about how cool it would be if we saw like Romulus and Remus the. uh, the founders of Rome. Okay, Logan. Logan, we'll talk. We'll discuss this in another <laughs> day. But try, I'm uh, telling you, the Romulus are going to come from uh, the founding of Rome after the Sedines uh, point margins. <laughs> is I'm that the second coming of Christ? <laughs> the second coming of <laughs> the second coming of the all right. Sedines. Baby. All right, all right, all right, all right. Come on. All right. <laughs> You love it. Discussion, by you the love way. It. Don't tell me you don't love it. You love the thought of seeing some random time travel kid show up and score 100 goals in a season. Come on. You love it. But then we... <laughs> okay, okay, whatever. In, in the last news for today, let's not go over time travel. Hockey podcast. Let's go over real quick some of the NHL's return to play uh, protocols. And no, there, I haven't seen any fun ones. I haven't done the research and do it yet. Like the NBA's no doubles ping pong. But real quick, I'm just going to kind of run down the important ones that, you know, kind of make sense while they're in the bubble. So every person in the NHL bubble will be tested for coronavirus daily with the common testing of the nose swab. That's not, again, not very surprising. No one really, no one really expected anything less. Uh, teams will be allowed to bring no more than 31 players, like Logan mentioned, and 52 total team representatives in the bubble, including one my- social media manager. Because <laughs> that this is, is true. so is true. important. I mean, that what? Is- the league wants to keep their PR up. <laughs> That's fair. Each team's list must be submitted by the first day of training camp at July. That's July 13th. Um, players will be in separate hotel rooms with one team per floor. Uh, they will not be allowed in one of those rooms, but but 
but this is apparently very important. The use of the hot tub, fitness center, and meeting rooms will not be off limits. So when you see a picture of McDavid and Brock Besser. Know, yeah, sure. Brock Besser, you know, just chilling out in the lobby of the hotel, six feet apart, of course. Don't be surprised. So I guess that's the that's the best one I can find. Families, the players will be allowed in the bubble for the conference finals and the Stanley Cup final. Not very surprising. Uh, players will be required to wear masks at all times when outside of their individual hotel rooms. Wow, who would have saw, seen that one coming? This one I actually find pretty interesting. Coaches will not be required to wear masks on the bench, and player bench areas will be clean between periods. And the picture that was chosen to, to show this is John Tortorella screaming at a referee, which I find pretty fitting. Um, I feel like that's maybe the one area where the NHL might have slipped up, is that I think coaches... The coaches one? I think... I, the, the cleaning between benches and bench areas is like, you know, kind of Stand. logical. Um, yeah, exactly. It should probably happen every like every game, COVID or not. But the coaches not being required to wear masks, why? They're not running I mean, around. I mean, they're, they're not, not running like, around, do- but think about it. If you're yelling at your players and you're talking at the rate that coaches talk and communicate with other, other coaches, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like, yes, but also, like, there's been studies seen, like, you're yelling you like ex, ex, I, like there are more particles expel. that come out of your ex, yeah. yeah you expel more particles from your mouth like wouldn't you want a mask there like even even more so because they're yelling it's just like, hard again, like, again if, if they're getting tested and they're negative like like to, to play true, devil's advocate by the time games have been played most coaches or team you know personnel that will have that have the virus or are injured will be separated from the team if if you know if a coach is on the bench with their team, it is suspected that the tests have been negative thus far, right? Like I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it, it, there's a common quote unquote common sense factor to it. You yeah, know? and it's yeah, also it's also like obviously Logan kind of summed it up, but also just to throw in a little thing too, it's like I I have experience too. Like when you're trying to round up kids with a mask on, it's kind of harder to like project your voice out like not yelling but like just like get your voice out there more like it's just harder to really project with a mask on so i understand it and then like that's not obviously logan's point is exactly what i would have said too so i mean yeah i think it's no big deal i don't see a problem in it if they're getting tested every day like logan mentioned last certainly not least Players who violate these rules will be subject to severe penalty and removed from the bubble, as well as their teams get a punishment as well, I believe. Players can opt out of the return to play by July 13th, the beginning of training camp. It's not very surprising. I believe the team's penalties uh, range all the way from fines to losing draft picks, if I'm not if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. So, yeah. you know, players are going to want to obviously do this for themselves, but also teams will be putting pressure saying, hey, don't screw this up for us. Don't screw this up for our future screws up for your future yeah it's, it's no like excuse out of it then like if you're making that trade for taylor hall and you want to be a contender you can't be like oh if he doesn't resign with us though you guys have to give us this no no this is your I... year this is your year if you really believe in your team that much you'd be willing to throw out that first pick don't be a baby just do it mm. i'm not a gm so i'm not in that situation but if I'm playing NHL 20 franchise mode, I'm, I'll throw the first round pick. I don't care. We're going, <laughs> boys. We're going. All in. 
Full send or no send? You know, I'm not that. You know what? I'm just going to keep this comment to myself. This will be a private conversation away from the podcast. But on that note, that's about all the time we do have for this episode of the Puck Talk Live podcast. Again, not a lot happening. Uh, by this time next week, we should be here. We should be going over our like more official previews of teams and matchups just because we're going to be seeing lists and training camps starting up. Oh, one thing to note real quick. Uh, this it, what, what people are calling the Steve Simmons rule. If a player has positive, it is completely confidential. It is just going to be yes. marked as any other injury. You hear that, Toronto Go media? Do you hear that, Toronto media? You hear that, Maple Leafs? Yeah. That is a very good it. point, Logan. I don't want to hear I mean, it. It's, it, it, it's the Steve Simmons rule. It was Steve Simmons. It wasn't, you know. Uh, Kyle Dubas didn't purposely say, hey, by the way, uh, like in, in yeah. a Zoom presser. But that, <laughs> no, is, not, that but is a still, big thing to exactly. know. I don't, exactly. I don't want to know which players are getting it. It's a private it. thing. Yeah, if, it's a confidential if I get, thing. If, I, if it says three Hawks players, if that's positive, I'm not going to be like, right. who are those players? They're my least favorite player. But I, at, the same, I, at the same time, you know, when it'll be obvious, are, you know, because they're, they're going to be marking it down and listing it as a normal injury, as if it was a hockey related injury. If a player, well, is obviously, out. yeah, like if Patrick right? came like one night is like playing and then the next night he mysteriously is going to have an upper yeah. body injury. Like you can infer, but you can never be sure. Right. Like we're yeah, going to, there, there's going to be questions asked like, well, why would you sit Patrick Kane tonight and put in Brent Seabrook and set on the first line? I don't know. <laughs> we like his veteran presence more. Why would you do that anyways? But exactly. Yeah. Yeah. On so I think that. you're right. That'll It'll be interesting. But uh, I think it's better to keep it private than 100%. to than, – because the public's smart enough to figure it out. Well, most of, most of the NHL fans are smart enough to figure out this player is not here. Oh, he might have – he's probably – he either got hurt doing something stupid outside the locker room, or he probably tested positive, which is the more likely reason. I mean, then, then again, before Logan like finally does his little thing, before I close out, players, the yeah, players normally do get hurt, hurt during the game, but it's like a tweak or something, and you don't realize it, and then like the next like day or two, they have like a normally what I like to call like the lower body injury, where like yeah, exactly. you don't really see it. Like they play like the whole game. But then they have to like sit a few games because something happens like in the groin or something else that you don't really see yeah. in the game. But like in the following days, so there's always that too. But you, yeah, you never you, you you won't know exactly. Like you can always like think it's something, or you could always uh, be a skeptic. But it, there's no like official like this player has COVID. This player does not. Like yep, which is Logan. Good. Okay. Closing out the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Puck Talk Live podcast. We're close. We're close to hockey being actually talked about, not just speculation and minor news things. We're close. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, don't forget to hit us up on Instagram at Puck Talk Live for updates, news, takes, anything of the sort. Hit us up on Instagram at Puck Talk Live. Find me on Twitter at LJ Rosengard going to be tweeting a lot as the weeks come and go because like i said play is closer than you think sports are just around the corner folks rafi plug yours rafi s8819 noah plug yours noah underscore foster 18 on instagram hit us up with any questions concerns as logan loves to say grocery lists 
anything you guys want us to talk about, anything you guys want us, anything you want to hear, anything you want to see on our Instagram, anything of the sort, we will be glad to oblige for most things anyway. Hit us up. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor FM Podcast Network at uh, under the Puck Talk Live podcast. Once again, my name is Logan Rosengard. We appreciate every single one of you listening to this episode of the pod. We will see you guys on Friday. Take care.